0: Oh yes. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the best episode of the entire year. It is time for the AFC over on preview edition of Backdoor Cover. I and Mike. I am joined by Brad Keith What's Good, my brother. We are here in the palatial Washed Media Studios. That's a first for this podcast. How dare you? You're cheating on us. Can you believe we have a Grand X podcast going off at Washed again? That's the descriptor of the MWBK podcast studio. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. It's also the MWBK uh, production of Backdoor Cover. Live from Wash Media, thanks to our good friends who are uh, gracious enough to let us share this space. We're recording video for the upcoming season. And as always, I'm proud to welcome my friends, Mitch. And Peter, the Irish guy, gentlemen, hello, football season can't get here soon enough.
1: How are you? It's good to be here, bud. Mitch, nice I'm
2: fucking you. itching to get back. Oh, itching to get back in the mix.
0: You're itching to get out of the house. Seriously. is what you're itching for. Yeah. Should we update the people on what's happened since the football season?
2: Yeah, we've had a lot of kids on this podcast. A lot of kids. There's kids all over the place now. I have Pro-creating. 2 Procreating, Pro-creating. Micah, you've You won. have two now? I have two, <laughs> yeah. Remember,
0: were they twins? No,
3: but they're pretty much it's Irish twins. That,
2: yeah. Or we just call them twins where I'm from. I see that. That's um, good. Yeah,
3: 21
0: months and seven months old. What so, yeah. are
3: Irish twins? Isn't that something? I don't know. It's people that have like a lot of
0: sex or way too like close together. Yeah. Like 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 that. yeah, well, that's yeah. kind of what you do. Yeah. Shouts to you. I have a child as well. It's why we've been on hiatus, but we're back. Football season's here. We're going to be coming to you uh, with some regularity. We're still figuring it out, but we're excited to be with you guys. Let's go. So today, it's pretty simple. What we're going to do is we're going to go through the over-under for every AFC East team. We may only go through a division or two today, but more throughout the rest of the week. Lots of content to look forward to. We'll be back next week with the NFC. Before we do, though, we should kind of talk about how this went last year. Um, Brad, you you pulled up the numbers here. Yeah, so I've I put it in the uh, text thread right there. Oh, we'll start with the AFC, uh, Micah. Oh, that's me. I won. <laughs> <laughs> you I, won. I I won the AFC. I went Jeez. eleven and five. I really didn't. Think I that. went. Te- I was terrible in the NFC, as I recall. Peter and Mitch both went nine and seven. Uh, so. Both hit their locks of the year. What were they? Remind us. And Peter, let's see. Peter had Pittsburgh. Mitch had Denver, so you were on on the under on Denver. That was wise, and I was on the over on Pittsburgh. And Brad went eight and eight. The consensus picks that all of us agreed on, uh, we went four and one in the AFC. See that's solid. And that was pretty good. Very solid. Quickly looking at the NFC, Brad went ten and six and one. Peter hit nine. Mitch hit six, and I went three and thirteen. Ooh. So um, wow. Yeah. Take that with uh, a grain of salt. But here we are again. Um, this is exciting. All right. We're going to start in the AFC East. Let's start with uh, the defending division champion, the Buffalo Bills. Some new storylines, new offensive coordinator. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Ken Dorsey goes to his second year's offensive coordinator. Um, this is a team that lost in the playoffs in a disappointing fashion. Also had uh you know, the last four weeks of the season were pretty wild with the DeMar Hamlin uh, situation. But we head into a new year. The Bills were clearly one of the favorites to to be Super Bowl champions last season. They come in a little bit under the radar this year. Uh, where do you guys want to – what do you think, Brad? Tell me – we'll start with you. So a
3: couple more storylines you left off. Uh, Josh Allen – what was it, his PCL? He injured his, like, essentially the throwing ligament in his shoulder. He or wasn't very
0: consistent last season.
3: Yeah, and so he a played the last six games basically without uh, a stabilizing ligament in his throwing arm, and it was quite apparent he played much worse throughout the season. Um, yeah, they. I think they fired their defensive coordinator, hired a new guy, which um, I think actually is a, is a good upgrade. Uh, yeah, those are kind of my, my general notes on it. Peter, what you got? Mitch, there? have
2: you ever felt this... Oh, this unbelievably is unbelievably
3: <laughs> upset
2: or tentative going into a season for the first time in a long time. The Pats are the worst team division.
1: We'll get there. We will get there. But the the dynasty of. The Patriots in the playoffs or the playoff, what we call it, the Patriot Invitational. The
2: Patriot Invitational is the AFC Championship game. That's what it's been known as for 30-plus years. Well, like 15 years. But, yeah, I mean, we're always there at the end. It feels like this is – we're lining up for They should just it to the Tom
3: Brady Invitational because, like, I mean, kind of it was his Ooh. deal, right? Yeah, I haven't been there that many times since, right? I I mean, just no. one
1: time. Just Have we? Yeah, the year after. First Tennessee.
3: No, we that wasn't bounce. the AFC Championship
1: game. No, it was that all I four. know is you,
3: you yeah. two yeah. would be the first ones to spin, starting with Buffalo, right into some New England banter back and forth. Yeah. So I appreciate I, that. Buffalo, I don't know by the, the way,
0: their over-under number is ten and a half. So Here, is that what what that
3: we're, that's what we're going with first. Yes. We're going to Buffalo. Okay, let's start
2: with the Bills. So here's what I think. The thing about the AFC East is hardest schedule in all of football. Every team in this division is the top. The reason being... Our out-of-conference games are just an absolute disaster. We just play back-to-back-to-back to back to back quarterbacks. Every week we're playing the best quarterbacks. They've also so got the, Bills, they get a,
3: the NFC uh, East, too. Yeah, so, right, second, exactly. Conference.
2: And when you're playing, in the, and the other AFC games that you see is the AFC West, right, is the other conference that we play, mm-hmm. which is another disaster to play against. I think you're going to see, in, in this division, I'm going to take the bills under 10 and a half games. I think the winner of the division is at around 10 and seven, probably anywhere eight games within the last few weeks of the season. If you're within that region, you're going to have a chance to win this division, I think. So I'm going to take the under and the bills. So by the way,
1: that 10 and a half number, it's minus minus one sixty, is what I saw. So there's a lot of action coming in on the over and a couple of things that have already been said. I mean, First off, not only does the AFC East non-divisional schedule uh, the hardest schedule amongst the entire NFL, but our divisional matchup is an absolute gauntlet of great D's and incredible offenses. Here's something that I thought that was very surprising with Buffalo. Okay. So now you've got Dorsey coming in second year, and I would have thought that he would have increased certain metrics for that Buffalo offense. The biggest drop from 21 to 22 was their red red zone scoring percentage. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, and by the way, for those who pay attention to the algo, uh, that is one of the new factors that we added. We have a
2: nice addition to over
1: the offseason. Did you take
2: all your winnings and just put them back in?
1: We – I have a modeler, and I tell him what I need to do, and he, I will actually do a demonstration one of these days. What on country what does this modeler live He's living. definitely Asian. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No. He, he is here in Austin. This, oh, wow. This, this is a local wow. guy. This is a local guy that – Were
3: you thinking of the scene from uh, – I'm pretty sure at one point we were
2: hiring
1: this
0: short. thing overseas. Yeah, I thought Never. so too. Never? I, okay. I, I okay. used to work for a company where our, our lead front-end developer was uh, – based out of uh, Afghanistan. Oh, okay. Right. So that's sort of what I envisioned Mitch just sending frantic emails.
2: just seems dodgy out of there, I feel like. No,
1: this this is this is legitimate math. Okay. Okay, he has to run regression. So there's these statistics, multiple R, R square, advanced R square, standard error. Okay, that's yeah. I mean it's nerdy. But this guy's here. So I'm we're not Farming this incredible <laughs> treasure chest of information overseas, China rips everything off. They're not taking point. the algo from me. Okay, It's not happening. So, so, so who are you taking? Yeah, so what's our square to tell us here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's just too difficult of to a non-divisional schedule and divisional schedule. I have to go the under. I mean, the schedule in Cincy, Casey, Philly, Dallas, and then the Chargers, I, I, I'm going under, and I'm getting value on the under, on the comeback Plus 140. Micah, would you like to, to go third here? Before I do,
0: Mitch, uh, why don't you tell the people where they can get access to the algorithm? Well,
1: we're going to be featuring three picks this season on the backdoor cover feed. So thank you for having us. Of
3: course, of course.
1: And you guys are welcome to join at any point in time that you Content actually want to have some fun. Here. You guys are working. That's how you get out of the house. You're working. Come hang out with the fellas.
3: So it's the same setup as last
0: year, yeah?
1: It'll be the same you setup as the last Patreon. year. We're going to be... Yeah. Yes. Tell They'll
0: the have, people about the Patreon. Pa- Where Patreon. can they find
1: you? Patreon.com slash betthealgo. So we've updated our tiered price, and we want to thank anybody who's listened to us in the past and, and have been supporting us. Now we actually have a child that we have to support. <laughs> actually, two children. So I'd love for this thing to continue to be successful and grow from last year so I can stop paying child support for kids that aren't mine.
3: Peter, did you get your green card yet? No, it's in the mail, they keep saying.
2: <laughs> yeah? <You pass laughs> the test, they though. keep telling me it's in the mail. Okay.
3: I feel like if you keep populating the United States, they <laughs> gotta give to you a give card. Of yeah, at bonus points at least. Yeah, your, your grandfather didn't know that yeah, you've my got baby's children. My
2: babies can vote, I can't. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <it comes> down <laughs> I think it's better that way, actually. <laughs> All right, Micah, who are you taking the okay? To? Uh,
0: let me start by saying Buffalo went thirteen and three last year. Of course, the Demar Hamlin game was a no decision essentially. Yeah. So, if you like the under, you think that Buffalo is going to be at least three and a half games worse than last year, and perhaps four and a half, depending on you know if they would have won that game. I think Josh Allen is going to be healthier. I think he's probably going to be more consistent. I think I like Buffalo. I'm I'm still not sold on your Patriots. We'll talk about them later. Um, you know the Dolphins are a team that I really like, but I can't, in good faith, tell you that two is going to stay healthy for 17 games. And I, I just I think that that Buffalo is still the class of this division. They're talented. Um, if they get their pass rush in order, uh, outside of just Von Miller. I think that they can be a contender um, for the best record in the AFC, and and I like them over ten wins. I feel comfortable riding with you on this one, so I'm I'm on the over for the Bills. Are we writing these down? By the I way, I am writing them down. Oh, Thank you very much. Uh, it's a good thing so Brad's here.
3: <laughs> I like the Bills, I particularly because of the Miami Dolphins. Point that you made. I don't think Tua stays healthy the entire year. I think the New York Jets have Rogers and a weak d- offensive line protecting him, and I think that that spells for disaster. Plus, he's in a new system, and I think New England's just kind of coming off of a hot mess of a year where they hired a defensive coordinator to run their offense. They've officially got an offensive coordinator now, so that, that's great. Um, and yes, that's progress in the right direction. It's like instead of wearing two left shoes, you're you're wearing your left and your right shoe to play football. But I don't think that – with Mac Jones at the helm, I just don't see how they manage to compete with this caliber of quarterback and this, this class of quarterback in this league. Uh, I like the Bills to go
0: over comfortably. Comfortably? Mm. Are you putting this in the lock of the year category? I, Not I'll yet. i think about it. We'll, okay. I'm still getting warmed up over here. You can circle that. We'll come back. I hate to lock up my first pick. <laughs> Let's uh, take our talents to South Beach. The Miami Dolphins, who last season went 9-8, and eight. Have a nine and a half over under. Um, you know, Jalen Ramsey is hurt in training camp. They're depending on Eli Apple, which is all, never a good thing. <laughs> um, the there are serious questions about um, the the defensive backfield as well as the defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio, who we've learned may be the worst coach in the history of football, according to uh, people who coach football in the National Football League. Dolphins are talented on the front seven on defense, and and this offense is going to score, even though their best player came out and said that he doesn't watch film, he just plays Madden. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Which is an interesting take. Um, so I what mean, do we think here? Nine and a half is the number for the Dolphins.
2: Yeah, I like the same record. I think nine and eight sounds right for Miami. They're good. They're really talented. It'll all depend on Tua's health. If Tua's not healthy, it won't none of the other shit'll matter. The defense, the offense, it won't matter. They've got a lot of talent. If he can stay healthy, they might win the division. I don't think he will, because he hasn't shown that he's been able to. I like nine and eight sounds about right for them. I think they'll be in the hunt till the end, but they're ain't, they're not winning double digits if two is not healthy.
1: Yeah, ultimately that's the biggest question, Mark. And my bet would be against that I think Tua is going to be out of this league in just a couple years. He was, uh, I think, plus 2,000 for comeback player of the year. He was right behind Hamlin, who's a big, big favorite on comeback player of the year. I mean, of course. It's ridiculous. But here's the thing. This team screams eight and nine to me with their schedule, and I really think this team is going to underperform. They're out of of division opponents where – predictions that they've got a 66% or greater at-home odds of winning, which include the Raiders, Titans, Broncos, and G-Men. And those are the easiest games that exist in their schedule. I actually think they could go 1-3 against those teams. This team is going to be week in, week out. It's not going to have any consistency. I think
2: the Dolphins are 0-4 to start the season. Yeah. Look at their schedule. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely awful. So it goes their, fr- their first home game is week three at home against Denver. A Denver team that's probably going to be 2-0, and feeling fantastic after two fairly easy home games. Sean Payton, Russell Wilson feeling good. I think Denver could go in and win that game. I just, yeah, I don't like Miami at all. I think they'll go off to a rough start.
3: Their schedule is nasty.
0: Just in case you're wondering, their backup quarterback is Mike White. Mm. Played for the Jets and uh, is currently in concussion protocol, so doesn't bode well. Uh, I'll I'll jump ahead here, uh, and jump ahead of you, Brad. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins are the ultimate. It's not who you play; it's when you play them. Team. This team, if Tua is right and this offense is explosive, they can beat anybody in football. They proved it early in the year last year when they was it uh, Baltimore that they went went out and and stomped. Um, they beat the Chiefs. Like the Dolphins can play, and and Tua is an excellent player. He's exciting. He does things. He's got great vision. He makes good decisions. I just don't know if he can stay on the field. I think I'm going to reluctantly take the over here, though. I like them. This feels like a ten and seven team to me. Um, again, I'm I'm sort of foreshadowing what I think about the other two teams in this division, but I will take. The Dolphins over.
1: And by the way, you're not wrong. Skylar Thompson last year in the wild card, they lost by three points. It was 34 31. They were in it mm-hmm. till the end.
3: Yeah. I'm looking at the schedule, and Peter kind of sold me on it right off the bat. Like, you look at it, and like, unless they come out just swinging dick like they did last year, like just putting up like five, 600 yards a game, like, they're in big trouble, man, opening up with the chargers. And it just gets harder from there. Like not until like week six and they don't, they see like the Panthers and shit where things kind of ease up. So it's like, do I feel good about a shaky Tua coming out and playing four back to back to back to back bangers? Most of them not at home and staying healthy. Not I don't feel great about that. I mean, they do have the best probably receiving duo in the league in terms of speed, especially. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just too many. I, I like the under here.
1: Three of us on the under, and you're the only one who's high on the Dolphins.
0: I'm not high on them, but I do like the over. <laughs> Ten wins okay. is, uh, it's not low. All right, let's get to it. The uh, the team that you two bozos support, your New England Patriots, seven and a half is the number, which is actually getting plus money if you like the over. Um, I, I don't have anything to say. I'll let you guys take it away. Mitch, yep. you're, you're wearing a, whose jersey is this? A Malcolm, nine? Mitchell. Malcolm, Malcolm Mitchell. Malcolm Mitchell. Malcolm Mitchell. Yeah. Wow. A pair deep of guy. hands
2: on Malcolm Mitchell. Hell yeah. But listen, I think the Patriots, the reason the number is so low, they have the hardest schedule in football with a quarterback who no one has a clue if he's any good, with offensive weapons that they don't have. They don't really have a great receiving core. They added Juju Smith, Schuster, who's going to be a good addition, I think. Is it enough? Not really. We didn't really get any better at the running back position. Stevenson is good. Tight ends are okay. I'd say Zeke is an you're upgrade. Not, you're not Zeke, he's Zeke. Zeke is not. Zeke is way too fat. Carrying, He's not way... going to produce
3: yards. Did you see him block, trotting out for a I'll first tell you where practice. it's going to make a difference. His
2: belly hanging out. Zeke is going to get touches <laughs> inside the red zone. That's it. Oh,
1: you got clickbaited on that fat pick of Zeke trolling around. That's I mean, was... clickbaited.
2: He's fat. That's all. That's 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 that simple. That you're bad. either fat or you're not. And Zeke is definitely fat. Um I just think listen, all that being said, seven and a half is very low. I think this line is kind of one of those. They're going to get a bunch of action on the seven and a half. And I think a lot of people will take the over. I don't think mo- a lot of people think Bill Belichick is going to lose or only win seven games. I think most people will take the over here. And I'm one of those most people. I'm going to take the over. I think the Patriots get to maybe eight, and eight, nine.
0: That was the record last season yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, look, Bill... And Bill, uh, this two headed monster, kind of like a potential bad sequel to Grumpy Old Men with Mathau and Lemon. I mean, the last time that Bill and Bill were together, they had five winning seasons. Not a great correlation because a completely different team. And obviously, you had a couple of goats on his first team with, you know, Moss and, and Brady Connect. Here's the thing. Last year the Pats were middle of the road in 16 points per game, but they had the worst red zone scoring percentage. Yeah. We the worst. Awful. And so when I think about that and potentially what Zeke could do down at the goal line, because I think he can come out of the backfield and catch some balls, or I really think it's going to be, you know, a lot of off tackle or, you know, even these little wheel routes. I think he's going to be a nice addition. Now, are we talking about Pats making the playoffs? No, we're talking about them winning eight games. That's what we're talking about. This is a solid defense that I actually think potentially will split versus the Jets. I think they'll split Miami. I think they have a shot against beating Buffalo. (laughs) You got to think that all the defenses, yeah, at home, I think all the defenses in the AFC East are building those units to stop one person and one person only. And that's Josh Allen. And that's how they're building the defense.
2: Yeah. Listen, I think you're right with the one thing about the defense. We lost one player. McCourty retired. That's it. It's the only defense in the NFL who has, who lost own, at least minimum of one player, right? So they're returning everyone. The first three picks in the draft were all defensive guys. We're going to have corners who are going to be able to contribute right away. with our first pick. So the defense got better and they have more time together. So that makes me encouraged to think about this team. Offensively, it's just... Wow.
1: I'll just say yeah, this. I'm counting eight wins after the first week of December. I absolutely love the love over. It. Love it. I love the over. I think I think they go 9-8. and eight. That's. I think that's a very fair estimate, and they will not be at the bottom of this league. It'll be the Dolphins. To Peter's point, they...
0: Were one of the league's best defenses last year. They only lost one player. That was Devin McCourty. Uh, They also led the NFL in uh, defensive retention and used their first three draft picks on defensive players. So, if if you like the defense, there—that's where you're going. I'm going to take the under here. Um, I just think the AFC in general is is too strong. I I like Miami. I like Buffalo better than I like this New England team. Now, of course, I'm going to hedge this by saying the same thing that I say every week when we talk about the line on the Patriots game is you fucking hate yourself when you bet against Bill Belichick. When you say, oh my God, they were four point dogs to Buffalo and of course they lost by a field goal. Why would I bet against Bill Belichick? And now I'm doing it for the entire season. But I just... The quarterback play is is too uncertain. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, it's possible Mac makes a jump in year three, but I'm not really sure that could happen. I think there could be panic there. I think this team wins six or seven games and uh, they're just not deep enough on the offensive side to score enough points, and uh, so I'm I'm on the under. And I'm going to hate myself when they go 11 and six. So Michael's on
3: the under. So I think this is amongst the best defenses in the NFL, which makes it, which typically that gives me confidence to put whatever confidence into them winning more than one whatever, more than their their total wins. But I go through the schedule and it's just fucking brutal: Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys, Saints, Raiders. That's the first one that I feel pretty confident they win. You're worried about the Saints? Yeah, I think the Saints are going to be tough, man.
1: They're okay. gonna be sneaky, man. Okay.
3: Okay. Let's say. Okay. So that's one game out of six that you just said you called me out for saying. Like that. That's a fucking
1: murderers row,
3: right? Yeah. Off the but bat. we're also
1: talking about them losing nine games and still that hitting.
3: Yeah. So then you got Dolphins. You can beat the Commanders. You can beat the Colts. You got the Giants. Yeah. Chargers are tough. Steelers, you beat. Chiefs, you get your ass whipped. Broncos. Who knows what they're going to be at that point with Sean Payton behind the helm.
1: All right. So you're on the bills. Are Jets, you going I'm on
3: the under, man? I, I think it's just too much of a. this schedule is fucking bullshit. Like I'd be pissed off if I was a fan looking at that and being like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah,
2: bro. I think New England, I feel like have gotten away with some schedules recently, though, is my feeling
3: now. I don't. That could just be good. But it feels like it's been a while where we
2: have feel a like they're
1: going to have a worse I feel record.
3: Like yeah. Than last year, if you look at a year over you're like I think they're a far, far superior unit. But I just I, that's just too much, man. It's just too much. We'll see. Uh, Wait, let me, of, let me oh. get the uh, recap real quick. Peter,
0: you took the. I took the over. Mitch took over. Micah, I'm on the under. Okay. Thank speaking you. of things that are overhyped, let's talk about the New York Jets, the most talked about team in the National Football League, thanks to um, Aaron Rodgers, mostly. Mm, okay. uh, you add a Hall of Fame quarterback who's also a weird anti-vaxxer and ayahuasca enthusiast.
1: I love ayahuasca.
0: Well,
2: <laughs> I'm, we not, I didn't say, did I,
0: I'm not passing show. judgment. Definitely I'm, I'm never just done
2: ayahuasca. This nerd
0: over here. What kind of ayahuasca are I, you familiar are square with? Squared ayahuasca. I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one time. Never the whitest was guy I've ever seen. Never him ever ride. I was talking. To, well, it's mostly white people doing ayahuasca. That's fair. Uh, I was talking about ayahuasca one time at in my uh, at my office. And one of the guys I'm working – or I worked with was like, oh, yeah, I've done ayahuasca. I'm like, really? Did you like go to the, the mountains of uh, – you know, where the fuck you go? Uh, Peru. Peru. Peru, Was yes. it a mortgage, bro? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you, you go to the Peruvian mountains and, and with a shaman and, yes. and do all that. And he was like, oh, no, no. I just – I I did it in my dorm bathroom. Uh, I thought <laughs> you were going to say like
3: West 6th Street and I was going to be like, oh, okay, I was like,
0: great. You know what? I, I don't think it's the same kind of ayahuasca <laughs> experience that Aaron Rodgers had, but – Regardless, he's now a New York Jet. He gave back thirty-five million dollars, allegedly. We, I'm, I admit, you know that there's there's some under the table money going on there. I'm sure
1: he just got equity. The Packers are publicly traded. He probably just got stock and to well, walk he, away from that. There's no way he left thirty-five million dollars. Yeah, it if seems. If you come unlikely. out of an ayahuasca trip, it doesn't just say <laughs> give away your money.
0: It also seems hilarious to me that as uh, probably the league's most public anti-vaxxer. And a uh, person who's, who's uh, you know, doesn't doesn't want to get mind control and can't deal with big pharma and big government. He now works for Woody Johnson, the owner of Johnson & Johnson, <laughs> the larger, <laughs> largest drug company in the world. Good take, Mike. That's guy. pretty Could funny, take. yeah. But anyway, uh, good for, for them. The Jets are on TV all the time. They're on Hard Knocks. I haven't been watching. I've heard it's boring as hell. I don't know if you guys have, have been.
1: I've been less and less into Hard Knocks for a couple of years. I don't know. I'm just... Yeah, since they started know.
2: Prime all or nothing.
1: Yeah. So yeah those
2: yeah. NFL episodes were amazing. It was the whole season. It was just so much better. Listen, the Jets get into Jets. I think this could be a Tampa Bay Tom Brady situation. Goes straight down to, to Tampa Bay. The number and they, is nine and, and a they half, win by it the all. Way. Goes into scorched yeah.
3: earth, being petty and shit.
2: I like I like the Jets over here. I like the Jets to win a division. I think we saw enough last year in how good this defense is they won enough tight games they that win against the bills sticks out my memory and they didn't really have a quarterback all year now you're going to put aaron rodgers one of the best ever under center there i think he'll thrive under the pressure in new york i think he'll love it i think he'll love nothing more than being on tv all the time and kind of proving everybody wrong i think the jets are a super bowl contender i think they they go we go over
1: I mean, Ulbrich is nasty. That defense gave up the second least amount of points in the league. And they're only getting better and more cohesive. And you got to think about how anemic that offense was last year to put the defense in terrible situations. That's not gonna happen this year at all. And they've got some heat. Adding on the Cook as well side of the yeah. ball. You've got Priest Hall back. This is gonna be electric. Like, Garrett Wilson's I mean. electric. Um you got Dabby I Cook. Think, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. It's it's pretty remarkable. I actually think that they could be the best team in the AFC East just because the defense is so superior. And it could be similar to an old-school Flacco, which is Rodgers is a trillion times better than Flacco. Sure. With kind of that Lewis old-school Ravens defense mm. – it's built like that and, and championships. So your take on the Jets winning it all, it's actually a phenomenal futures bet. A lot of money's coming in. They've got really tough opponents at home, KC and Philly. And I gotta tell you, I think they could beat I think they could beat them. I think they could beat Philly, although they're gonna travel well. It's right up the street on ninety-five. Um, but I also think I think they could beat KC. Um at the end of the day, Total, nine and a half. I'm going over. I actually think that they're going to land at 10 right on the button, which I think is a great futures bet, plus 550.
0: This is a team that that went seven and 10 last season. If you think Aaron Rodgers over the quarterback play they had last year is worth three wins, Mm -hmm. I understand the over. I will go on the under, and I like the under, Big. I will also say this, uh, you know, if you look at that Raven, the Ravens team, if you think that's the blueprint, they had a head coach that knew what he was doing. Oh, you don't like Salah? I'm not sure Robert Sala knows what he's doing. He sounds real tough though. He sounds tough. He's not proven himself to be a winner. Um, I, I generally like him, but yeah, we I don't mean, know what we but have But is a there. need to
2: Rogers oh, is a leader. You can't prove yourself to be a winner until you win. Well, right? here's he, the, he's the problem. <laughs> he's only just been in the you job. You can't prove huh? yourself a winner ha- with Zach Wilson. He hasn't the show. been there. A here's the long. problem.
0: Aaron Rodgers. Give is, him a little time. Aaron Rodgers is 39. This offensive yeah. line is terrible. His left tackle is 38, coming off sol- shoulder surgery. They don't have a right tackle that's competent. They're going to be starting a second round pick uh, at center. He's going to get beat up. Aaron Rodgers does not have a long history of staying healthy. If Aaron Rodgers goes down for four games, there's no way I like the over. And I I also, to your point that you think he's going to thrive in the New York media, I think things may get ugly. And this New York media is not going to like listen to his bullshit. They're, they're not going to put up with it. And it's going to it's gonna snowball. And the the rest of the team, I think he'll play fine. But I yeah. think the rest of the team may not be able to handle it. I think this offensive line leads to Aaron Rodgers getting hurt and this team winning six games or less.
2: Yeah, the O-line won't matter that much. The O-line didn't really matter to Tom Brady that much as well. Because he can get Tampa. the ball quick. He has the quickest release in the NFL. It won't matter all that much. They'll get guys who are able to do a job and he'll be okay.
1: You know, it's funny though. I I, I would just want to, bring this up. You talk about the New York media, and I actually don't think the New York media is all that unfair. I think just the amount of people there, there's a lot of coverage on both of those Giants sides of the ball, uh, the giant squads and the Jets squad. So it has nothing to do about being unfair. These are very well-respected journalists and reporters who ask Thoughtful questions and they're not unfair. He's gonna listen be, to he's, Mitch he's, now. He's, he's gonna...
2: He goes to one Giants training camp. He <laughs> as part of the media <laughs> like, with these media guys credentials. Are so fair and balanced. He fucking starts sucking off all of the the New York Post employees. And then next thing you know, he's over here ten, saying that they 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 write well thought out pieces. They, they absolutely, on, do. On, they absolutely on, do. They absolutely
1: come on, Mitch. You're better than that, do. Mitch, uh, dude. Do, do you the, read the New York Post? Yeah, every day. Yeah, you. <laughs> okay, well, this isn't a,
0: a journalism podcast, but my my point. Is more that Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, in the smallest media market in the country, was protected like no one else. He didn't have to. If he he never had to answer a tough question in his life. He's like Nick Saban uh, or you know Dion Sanders. Is a dumb take. He doesn't it have. Is. It's he a never had. had take. No, 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 no. You've been He's asking Aaron Rodgers tough questions Rodgers, for the last twelve years. Aaron Rodgers like basically gave that weird answer about being uh, yeah, immunized last year. And then he never got asked that question again. All season, everyone's long. terrified of him. Well, the New York media will not be terrified of him. That's my point. Like the tough questions are going to come, and he's going to have to answer them. He's been but a we'll pro see at
1: an, yeah. not answering tough questions. That's yes, what they're it. trained for. They're pros in this. I they know to how it. to handle media. So, so Ryan, what, who are you? Taking? What's next?
3: I like. So, I like the Jets. and I like the over. And to me, it's similar to the to the Pat's conversation here in that they have a fantastic, superb defense. The other side of the ball though, is where it's really impressive and it's in this it's in the skill positions. And I wonder if Aaron Rodgers has ever even had a group that is as skilled as this and as deep as this in terms of running back and receiver. And we're looking at Breeze Hall, badass, Dalvin Cook, badass, Garrett Wilson, badass, Corey Davis, badass. You know, that's a little, that's generous, but he's good. He's a first round pick. They picked up McCole Hardman. Uh, they've got his boy Randall Cobb, who's just the crip keeper at this point. But I, you look down the line, and like there's a shitload of options here, man. So I just think that he picks apart as He gets the ball out quickly, and it and it. Negates All it that does it he does is he
1: manages line. that ball, like yeah. manages the game and not fuck it up like the Jets did last year. They're going to be outstanding.
0: Well, I'm on an island, but I will stand on it. And you're that's on it
1: big. Uh, I'm put on it that big. In
0: parentheses. I like the under. All yeah. right, that's it for the NFC or the AFC East. We will be back. Uh, with the AFC North Please share this podcast with a friend Randy hit the exit music please Even though Randy doesn't have it Shouts to Randy by the way who's Big uh, chef, big Rand Who's kind enough to produce this podcast The one and only Rand man Shouts to our friends at Early Bird CBD The finest CBD products in the whole fucking world Get ready for football season Earlybirdcbd.com Gear up We're going to be with them all season long. We ride with Early Bird from start to finish. Randy's wearing an Early Bird t-shirt today. Holy shit. We'll be back with the AFC North. Mm, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.